big beard. Hey, Kayla. Hi, Ayana. <laughs> Welcome to Fill in the Blank Podcast. Welcome. Um, Get away. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week here at Fill in the Blank Podcast. Oh, you didn't do it, Ayana. Fill in the blank. There we go. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you as tradition at this point. It You're really welcome. is. I do a song and you do fill in the blank in a deep voice. I like it. How are you? I'm good. You're good? Mm-hmm. What's been going on? Um, what has been going on? Um, I just got back from Atlanta. Yay! Another fun. trip to Another Atlanta trip. again. Yeah, this is going to be my last one probably in at least a few more months. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, celebrated Anna's birthday. Got a little wild, Yay, got a little Anna. belligerent. It was Girl, great. the people <laughs> the people on live were really, really worried about you. I was in the uh, comments going off on everybody. I went on live. I went on live. Stop. <laughs> Stop. I went on Ayana. live. I don't remember that. Wait. You okay. you are not helping my case because I was yelling at the people on your behalf and you don't even remember it. I went on, I was wondering why I went through my messages and I saw Ariel uh text it, I'm calling your Uber. And I was like, huh? Why is she calling my I'm confused. Girl. I went on live. I don't know. I didn't stay for the whole thing. I was in there when I think you started it and everybody was in there like, oh my gosh, Ayana, are you okay? Like something's (laughs) wrong with her. Something's wrong with her guys. Like we really need to, um, we need to send help. Like she's not okay. And so then I'm in the comments. I'm like, first of all, she's fine. I was fine. But then, fine. but then, but then you read the comments and you were like, yeah, guys, I'm not okay. <laughs> I'm like, gosh, uh, I'm sitting there trying to help you. Help me help you. Please. Nigga. <laughs> Talking about I am not okay. I was like, well, I have to exit now because I'm embarrassed. <laughs> It all started with that damn tequila tasting, man. It was the tequila tasting. You were on live multiple times because when I got... Go ahead. Throughout the night? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so after the tequila tasting, then we went to a bar. Then we went to another bar. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when I started doing lives. Oh, and then I saw somebody say... Oh, God. Oh, God. They They said she gives lesbian energy. (gasps) (laughs) This is why everyone should be an influencer. And this is why. I'm like, what is she doing? You literally weren't doing nothing. Somebody was like, how is that? What is lesbian? (laughs) I'm so dead. I am so dead. That is so embarrassing. Okay, guys, I promise that doesn't happen often. (laughs) 
It doesn't happen often. It was my friend's birthday, okay? We went a little crazy. That's what I said when I was fussing in the comments. I was like, she is celebrating one of her best friend's birthday. Leave her alone. She is fine. I was, we, yeah, we were definitely fine. We were all safe. It was good. Everyone was fine. This wasn't like the scenario that everyone probably has going through there. This was not that. I'm, yes. I'm, I was with my friends of like a decade. Like, yes. we were all good and safe. Yes. That's funny though. That's hilarious. Okay. Anyways, moving on, moving on. Had a great time. Clearly had an amazing time. Okay. <laughs> great time. Ooh. Took me two days to recover, um, but it is okay. I bet. I bet when you get drunk like that, when you sent that picture of yourself, I said, oh yeah, she's going to be down for for a a while. A mess. For a while. And now now I'm sure that picture makes sense to people who saw my lives. (laughs) They're like, oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) Got it. Anyways, okay. But how's your, how's how's your, (laughs) how have you been, Kayla? I've been good. I had a good weekend. It was busy, but it was good. Um... So what did I do first? We went, Marcus and I went to Caleb's like tumbling exhibition that Asia invited us to. So we were just in there like proud God parents with our phones like, oh, that's so cute. Yeah. So that was fun. That was a good time to see him in his, in his element doing his thing. And then um, after that, we went to Sydney's surprise birthday thing. How was, I'm so mad I missed that. Oh, it was so freaking good so it was hilarious because when Marcus and I first got there all of Sydney's friends thought that we were Sydney and Sonny so when we were knocking on the door every nobody would open the door we had to knock on the door like six times to get them they were panicking they were in there panicking because they were loud (laughs) literally they were loud and then it went dead silent and then we heard then we heard balloons start popping. We said, what, what is happening? <laughs> they, they were panicking. <laughs> oh, shit. They're here. Yeah, they're, they're here. here. <laughs> so then, finally, they came and opened the door for us. And then when Sydney and Sonny got there, Sydney was actually super surprised. Aww. So that was really good. And Sonny, Sonny snapped because on top of the surprise party, he ended up getting a, like, ice cream popsicle truck to pull up in the alley and so like he was like I got one more surprise and we all went out to the alley and we got like popsicles from the truck it was and it was good it was really good so they had other plans and they ended up canceling it because we were having such a good time at like the surprise thing and we just kind of stayed there and hung out for a while so mad I missed that yeah it was sad that you weren't there but I know that we'll get some more opportunity to celebrate yeah. on some other yeah, I want to do yeah. I want to do something else for Sydney because I know she, she'll be in Thailand for her birthday but mm-hmm. I want to do something when she comes back yeah yeah Did most definitely okay, so well, yeah so that was yeah I'm glad too I'm glad we got to go and hang out with her and celebrate her and then on Sunday Marcus and I went to church so we have officially started our church shopping of trying to find a church home um, so we went to Chloe and Joe's church on Sunday. They go and, to uh, All Nations? Mm-mm. They don't go no. to All Nations. Um, so it was really nice. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and then afterwards we went out to brunch with them. So okay. that was cool. We went to the whale. Nice. You know, that's my favorite. 
brunch spot. You still haven't been to the well. I about to say, have I been there? No. Mm-mm. You still haven't been. But yeah, it was really, it was really a good weekend. And then yesterday, I started premarital counseling. Marcus and I started premarital counseling yesterday. I love that. Did you guys get through the the book or whatever you were supposed to read? Yeah, we have to. So like each week we read a chapter. I thought I had it sitting right here because I was going to show the book. Oh, it is sitting right here. Okay. So this is the book that we were assigned to. Um, it's called Getting Ready for Marriage, A Practical Roadmap for Your Journey Together. And then, um, so we decided to just get one book that we like share, and then we each have our own workbooks. So each chapter has like a series of exercises that you go through, questions that you answer, and then you discuss them with your partner. And so in premarital counseling, we just kind of talked through some of the key points of the exercises that we did. So yeah, it was just literally like a snippet of all the stuff we went through with the with the exercises because like we had to divide the exercises up into a couple of days because the first day we talked through um, a couple of the exercises and we talked for four hours. So it was crazy. Intense. Yes. Intense, but it was good because it's not like it wasn't bad. It's just that, you know, we're like literally talking through all of these different questions about like what we think about, our relationship I mean, some and good our foundations like and yeah. all of that different stuff. So it was really interesting. They're loud okay. out there today. So yeah. So I don't know. People, see when you said that. Real loud out there today. Girl, they out there. They stomping. Anyways. <laughs> they out there going through something. Sorry. Anywho. Talk to my head. Anywho. Um, but yeah. Okay. That's okay. it. Okay. That's it. That's it. All right. Well, then let's keep it moving. Let's get started. Let's get started. So uh, today we are doing a listener submission episode. It's been a minute. It has and been. we have forgotten to continue to promote the listener submission. So we have some old ones and we have a few new ones sprinkled in there that we can do. So these are these are pretty good. We actually handpicked them ourselves this time. Why are you looking like that, Ayanna? The sound just moved. It scared me because I have to turn off my Bluetooth on my phone. It scared the crap out of me. I was like, ah, where's the girls? I'm so weak. All right. You want to start? You go first. Wait, I got to pull it up. Oh, okay. Um, We shall wait. (laughs) Oh, oh, I got to save that for fill of the week. It's okay. What? Never mind. Oh, you about to talk about something? Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready? Yes. Hi, Kayla and Ayana. First off, thank you for creating the podcast that you did. You're welcome, boo. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> it has kept me company through this season of change. I'm going through with balancing motherhood, a career, and trying to remain grounded in my sense of self. I resonate so much with the ups and downs that you all share. As for advice, I've kind of been going back and forth about taking the time to focus on my career now or spend time with my little one. She's almost one. Oh. Oh, well, I do think maintaining my own goals are so important for my child's growth. I think it's so valuable for me to be as present as I can be for my child. Maybe I need to start leaning more on my community to be able to both be comfortable, wait, having a career and being present for my child. I think both of you express being only children. I guess I'm curious to hear what childhood experiences fostered your growth as a 
only children. What do you think has been fruitful and inspiring your growth as only children? And what positive role has community played in your upbringing? Woo. <laughs> okay, wait. That's a big one. I just want to say, you- is she a single mom? Uh, she didn't say. She didn't say. Well, nonetheless, um... Okay, so wait, let me make sure I take it question by question. What do you, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. The first Curious question. To hear, what childhood experiences foster your growth as only children? And what do you think has been fruitful and inspiring your growth as only children? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, for me, community was actually really big. Um, I was raised by a single guardian. I won't say mom, but single guardian. Um, and majority of my community, although there were some like stuff that happened later on, nonetheless, like my community was my church. Um, I say all the time I know more about um, black Christian culture than I knew about know about like general black culture because it's like a subsect of like a, a <laughs> general thing. Um, but uh, community was really huge for me. Uh, I don't I don't know what it would have been like had I not had community because I wasn't allowed to do very much. Like I didn't have a lot of friends at school and stuff. I wasn't really allowed to have friends at school. And it was mainly, I was kind of just secluded to just the church, but nonetheless, like I had friends at church and just like different kinds of families that kind of would like watch out for me. If like Kim wasn't around, like everyone knew who I was. I like really grew up there. Um, So yeah, I don't know what it would have been like had I not had that. I feel like I would have been even less prepared for like navigating relationships um as a whole yeah and probably felt lonelier yeah I definitely would agree with that because I feel like so much of my childhood and experience as an only child had to do with me having such a like large community um I have not a very big family here in Chicago but the family that I do have has really like they have leaned on each other quite a bit um during my Mm -hmm. upbringing so that I didn't necessarily always feel like an only child most of the times. So like I went to um, elementary school with my cousins, my god sister, and I went home with them after school. I would stay yeah. with them. If my dad or my mom had something to do, I would be there. So I think that so much of my childhood involved other people. It wasn't just yeah. me and my parents. Um, I was really close with my grandparents growing up. So I spent a lot of time over there as well. So I think the community is so important. I think that there's so much truth behind it takes a village because it's really, really hard for you to do on your own. Um, I don't think it's necessarily a negative thing uh, if you want to focus on your little, especially in these precious moments with uh, your child being only one years old, that. And it's very impressionable and just that young. Yeah. Yeah. It's a a huge developmental time period. So I definitely get that side of it. But I think that the other side of it is that it's definitely super important for you and your mental health and your Mm -hmm. just and also your child to be able to be around other people, especially if they're an only child. You want them to be able to like socialize. You want them to be able to learn how to share because that was something that even with the community, that was something that was hard for me learning how to share and being able to be very open with sharing. But I think I got such a grasp of that from my experience of being able to have community, have cousins, God sisters, friends that were trusted, the small circle of friends that my parents trusted for me to go to their houses and stuff like that. So yeah, I think it's super important. Yeah, same. 
I think there's boundaries, of course, when you're raising a child with like other people involved. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's boundaries because um, you want to make sure, you know, your child has the best influences around them. But I do mm-hmm. think community as a whole is very, very important. Yeah. The other question yeah. she asked, I don't know if you felt like you covered it, but she said, what do you think has been fruitful in inspiring your your growth as only children? Um, I think it has been in the influences in my life. Uh, the things that I've been exposed to uh, mm-hmm. through like important people in my life, mm-hmm. I think is definitely, yeah. Yeah, I think it's definitely the support system. Also for me, as I got a little bit older, I think that I noticed that my friendships became such a big source for me. Um, Mm -hmm. I had friends growing up that were also only children and we really clung to each other because it's that concept of like, we don't have siblings, so you're my sibling, you know? And there were friends that I was kind of raised like that with because of the fact that we didn't have siblings and our parents knew that. So they let us kind of bond and connect over that and kind of feel that sense of having a sibling. So I think it's really important for only children that they have that ability to be able to connect and find a deeper sense of relationship with other people outside of the bond that they have with you as the parent. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. Okay. Let's see what else is here. I think I'm going to do this one because I've... (laughs) I I think that this is cute and I would like to share because someone asked me about my love story, how I met Marcus. Sincerely, a single hopeless romantic. I was about to say something else. What? I was about to say you should save it for the Patreon. (laughs) I could tell this story. I'll give the the little bits and we go deeper when we do get Patreon. So... Marcus and I actually met my freshman year in college. My freshman year in college, we met. We didn't. That was what 2018, 2019. Okay. Well, actually, that was definitely 20. No, 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 no. What? What am I talking about? Not 2018. No, no, no. This, no. I'm I'm completely off. Rewind, (laughs) scratch all of that. I graduated from high school in 2014. So that means that I met Marcus in like 2015. Okay. Okay. Oh, you guys are only a few years away from a decade. Yes. But we didn't, we met then, but we didn't stay connected. So we met, catch this, at the going away party of the guy that I was talking to my freshman year in college. Yeah. So he was a super senior. I had no business talking to him as a freshman. I was just a little baby. I had no clue what was going on. I'm talking to this grown man and he finally was graduating and I was at his going away party. And Marcus was there because Marcus's brother and I went to the same college. And so he brought Marcus to this party with him. And so Marcus came in. We always tell the story a little bit different. Cause he, he's like, I don't like when you make it sound like I was thirsty, but he came in and he was like talking to me and I was kind of like, not trying to fully talk to him like that because of the fact that I was like, I want this man to like me. He about to leave. He a grown man. I got to be good. But we did have a conversation. Like we did talk at the party, but I didn't give him my contact information. And so he, he told his brother, Sam, 
to reach out to the friends that I was with so that he could get my contact information. This is like a couple days after. So I gave him my Snapchat. He was like, why, uh, like, let's go on a date. Why you didn't give me your stuff? Like, let's go on a date. And I'm like, I don't ever come back home. I stay at school constantly. So I don't know when that's going to happen. He's like, during the summer, I'm like, I don't come home during the summer. During holidays, mm, it'd be quick. So I was really just kind of like, being like stiff arming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then I saw him at senior year, my senior year homecoming. And then that was when we reconnected. That was when like, cause he had unfollowed me because he was mad. He was like, yeah, the guy that you were dating. Mm -mm." So he unfollowed me. So we followed each other back at homecoming. And then after that, once I came back home, the rest was history. We connected, we went on our first date and everything kind of went great since then. So that's just the the introduction. I'm not going to give much more because like what Ayana said, Patreon in the near future. <laughs> so <laughs> you'll get more there later. That's beautiful, Kayla. Well, that's the beginning beautiful. of our story. And then it gets more complicated when you add who knows who and why, who knows why, who knows who. <laughs> it's crazy. It's really crazy. I always find the the loopholes just so funny how Ariel knew Marcus before you knew Marcus and then cuz they were like, friends in high school in high school and ditching <laughs> class together and so then when I told Ariel I was like if it doesn't work out with anybody I know who it's going to work out with she was like who I was like Marcus Gerald she said Marcus Gerald you don't know Marcus Gerald how do you know him she's like you don't know that man so He's it was so just really crazy. funny it's crazy <laughs> Cray, cray. Ariel doesn't want me to tell you all that she ditched class, so that never happened. <laughs> I like how she put it in the little chat. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, is it my turn next? Yes. Okay. All right, you, you ready? Mm-hmm. My ex cheated on me because I wasn't able to get pregnant. Woof. Excuse That's me. That's horrible. What? Okay. <laughs> what? By the way... <laughs> By the way, we are 40. So he cheated on me and abandoned me. Not abandoned me. Abandoned me for a 23-year-old woman with five kids. Okay. This is oh, messy. 23 with five kids? What's T? That's this interesting. She said, I was crushed, girl. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listening to it, I'm crushed. Now he has two small girls with her. Mm. Dang, so now she got seven kids? She got seven kids. And now, and she, oh my God, sorry. And I'm just putting the math together. And now he is looking for me talking about the young girl doesn't come home and ignores his, Sorry, that's not funny. And ignores She be outside. She's, she team F them kids. And he, okay, I told him only if we get married. And he said he is not sure. Mm-hmm. Whoa, well, my thinking is how dare you? What do you think? Girl, I think, I think leave this damn man alone. Right. He done Lisa, shown you. You told, him, you told him only if y'all get married. I would hope you don't want to marry him. You don't need to beg no man to marry you, girl. He done That's already shown saying. you. This man he is left old. You. He's 40 years old. He done left you for a baby. A 23-year-old. A, a 23-year-old child with five kids. With five kids. And not to say ain't nothing, nothing wrong with that, but like 23 Nah, bro. 23. If he for the streets. Leave that man in the streets where you found him. And you, now he got just, two kids with her. Yeah, I just feel like 
first of all, this is so multi-layered because I think that he took an opportunity for such a deep insecurity with her not having being able to have kids, and then he gonna leave you for a woman who had who's like who already having a whole bunch of kids. kids with her. Had and now he's coming her, back, and now because he's he made, back. Wait, but 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 peep this: he's coming back only because she's not she's not the other girl isn't isn't meeting his needs no more. Exactly. It's so not to me. He thought that she could all of a sudden change because they mm-mm, had kids mm-mm. together. Mm-mm-mm. And now he's he already shown it. Woman who was who he believed was better for him. Yeah, no, he's no, already shown you who he is. Leave that man where he's at with his seven kids because then five kids are his now too. Those are his now. He's still not even sure of you because he's showing you by saying that he don't even know about marriage. Imagine if this, if the other woman did all of a sudden decide to like, oh, let me, you know, let me do better. Mm-hmm. He'd go back to her. Right. He's only coming only back because of the lack. Into, because of the lack. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. He's coming back. Not not because he loves this woman so much that he wants to come back. No, because of the lack. Just like yep. he he left the first time because of lack. What he felt was it, lack. Girl. Big red flag. I wish I had one. I'm waving it. Big we need red to, flag. We, we, need to, we need to create props. We need props. Yes, especially for we the listener props. submissions. We need props. We need that's props. That's a big red flag. You I need want to one go. big. I want one big sign that say, ditch him. I want another one. I want a red flag, a green flag. I want a caution uh, sign. Caution. We like the caution. We like the caution. Uh, let me see. Just stop. <laughs> just, stop. Just, just one big stop. Stop. Don't look a monopoly sign that says don't pass go. <laughs> don't pass go. Do not collect 200. Yeah. No. Okay. This man okay. is not it. I mean, there's really not much more to say. I feel like he's shown you who he is and you just have to let it go. And I know it's difficult when you hold on to dreams and ideas of who people could be, but you have to take him for who he is. Like he's shown you who he is. Girl. Girl. Leave that man with them seven kids. Girl. Bye, Felicia. (laughs) You, come on. (laughs) You don't want that. Yeah, no. It's a no for me, dog. Okay. I have one. Me and my first sexual partner have had a back and forth situationship for many years. He is married and has multiple no. kids with the person. No. <laughs> I'm triggered. We we constantly keep coming back to each other no matter how many times we try to end things. No. I, I'm triggered. I care for him, but I know that this isn't healthy for either of us. I decided to end things and left the door cracked in case of emergencies. Girl, what emergency no. does this man have? No, with you? no, I'm triggered. Not, I'm triggered. Not Nan one. Not Nan one. Not um, Nan. Not Nan. So the question is, I don't think I should. I should leave it cracked. How should I close this door and leave us both in a good space? Girl, you shouldn't have opened the door to begin with. That is a married man. Let me say something. That is a family man. It's supposed to be a family. That's a papa was a rolling stone. (laughs) I have something to say. The the main thing that kind of blew me is the end about leaving you both in a good space because this shows that you have so much attachment to this man's feelings. And what you need to care about is your own. This man is married with children. That's what I'm saying. Come on. Married with children, okay? He has priorities. 
And not you. I'm sorry, boo, but you are not one of them. He has At priorities. All. Married with children. Um, that is Himself, always number one. <laughs> To me, married with children is always going to be a no. You're not going to get a yes out of me. Like, well, maybe if, if you flip it and that. No, no. He's married. He has kids. Leave that man alone. You might have to cry about it. You might need to go to counseling about it. Honestly, girl, and go truly, to counseling. Go to counseling. Believe to that counseling. man where he is at. It is not going to leave you in a good space because you have intertwined yourself into a messy situation. So it's going mm. to be difficult. And forget it's how he feels. Forget how he feels. Mm. He got a wife at home. Talking about a you good should space. should be concerned about yourself, about, about yeah. yourself, about your growing character, about your about protecting your peace. Like don't don't invite confusion. Don't invite uncertainty in your life. You don't need at that. All. You don't. You're more than that. You should be. You should want to be more than that. Like come on. Get, and I also oh, have a, another God. question. I have another question. What emergency does this man have with you? Ain't no emergency. You know what? Okay, let me wait. Okay, so to some degree, to some degree, I understand what she means because do you remember? <laughs> do you remember when I was in Ayana. my weird? I mean, let's be honest. Do you remember when I was in my weird in between with Jared? And I was like, I feel like I shouldn't cut things off because, like, he might need me. And then what happens if I need someone to lift something heavy? And, like, what happens? But they were all excuses. Oh, I know that now. Look, I know that now. But that's what I'm trying to say. She is is deluding herself, okay? Yes. Deluding herself, okay? Yes. Um, Sweetie, you're going to have to let this man go, okay? Please. Please, for your sake, let him go. Let it go. There are no emergencies where you would need him and he would need you. Let that nigga go. I like that. That's good. (laughs) Let that nigga go. I wish that could be the name of the episode. Let my nigga go. (laughs) I wish that could be the name of the episode. (laughs) Yeah, you got to release him. Like Moses. Bye-bye. Let that nigga (laughs) I can't take it. We got to move forward. All right. Moving on. I don't got no more. (laughs) Hold on. Ariel sent one. Ariel sent one. Okay. Okay. Hi. So I've been watching y'all for some time and I just wanted to know how do y'all navigate being in your 20s also while starting different paths in you guys' life? How do you guys maintain your friendship with each other? Oh. 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 You okay. want me to go first or are you ready? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be very honest right now. As of late, it's been very hard for us to maintain our friendship. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been, been hard, hard to honestly, it's been hard for me to maintain my friendships with everybody late. With everybody, with everybody, with everybody. So this isn't even like a personal to Ayana thing. <laughs> it's been hard to just maintain friendship. In general, in general, because of the fact that when life is moving really fast, there are sometimes there are things that require your immediate attention. And yeah. when you are in different spaces of your life, it can be difficult to connect. Like that is just the real. And sometimes like, you like you really can't make the time or you just really don't have the energy or the capacity or the capacity. You don't have the reservoir. Like, what is that? But but what I will say, Kayla, one thing that has kept us like 
pushing is this mm-hmm. podcast this mm-hmm. podcast because we have to see this is our one of our priorities you have so many priorities going on right now and this mm-hmm. has been added to that including like i mean because we we know we also be bullshitting before the podcast just chatting it up just talking mm-hmm. spending time with each other so like it's it's helped mm-hmm. but i will say if you don't if you don't schedule time for each other me and natalie have to schedule time for each other because mm-hmm. sometimes like we just can't catch each other. Yeah. We just have to. Sorry, I keep burping. It just it, it <laughs> gets just really busy. And I think that, I mean, even with you saying that, I think that that's something that we know that we can do better at. But we have mm-hmm. also talked about the fact that that's something that we want to do. Yeah. And I think that Ayana is giving me grace with knowing like where I am right yeah, now in my life know. with with work, just finishing grad school and stuff like that. And I'm about to go on summer break. So we, you just yeah, texted so me we're, like we're last week. Off. We're holding off for it. Yeah. She, like Ayana texted me like last week and was like, I was about to invite you over for breakfast, but I realized that you're at work. <laughs> so, and I was like, well, you know what? This is about to be over. This is my last week of work this week. So next week, when you all listen to this episode, I won't be working and I'll be able to like hit her up. Like, Hey, what you doing? Woo! I come over, you know? So it's just a matter of, but, but when you're not in that space, like what you said, it's just so important that you schedule time out and you have to just be understanding that when your friends are in different spaces of your life to just be understanding, it doesn't necessarily mean that, um, you all's relationship, like the, the foundation of your relationship has changed. It's just the space that you're in for the time being. Yeah. Give them some grace. Sometimes, I mean, people's seasons like fluctuate. You won't always be in the same like growing season as your friend. Sometimes they'll be like in a, in a sewing season where they're just exhausted all the time and they're just giving, 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 and they don't have much else to give. Um, but that's Mm -hmm. why you give them grace. Make sure you check in every once in a while. Um, and sometimes those seasons, I've had a friend, her, her, she wasn't even in the sewing season. She was just like stagnant for like a year, for a year, mm-hmm. year and a half. And it was so hard for us to maintain that. And I'm not going to lie. I put a little dent in some things. But after a while, when we had a true, honest conversation about it. Then we were able to like rebuild from there. But you really just got to stay honest with your friends. You got to like give them grace. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just, just you know, hoping you guys are on the same page of eventually we, you want to get back to that place of like being able to maintain healthily and like actually do things together to you know maintain that connection yeah yeah it just definitely takes some work and like what you said honest conversation I know like I first experienced this kind of with um I think that Ariel and I did a really good job at it when we were in college um because we Ariel and I lived away from each other when we went away to college and then all the way up until she moved back to Chicago, which was, mm. which was in our adult years. So literally, yeah. basically from high school to our adult years, we were not in the same place as each other. And we literally used to get on FaceTime and have like date nights, like friendship so date cute. nights with each other because of the fact that you just cannot, it doesn't always look the same. Like it may look like in that season, if your mm. friend doesn't have the capacity to go and do stuff with you maybe then it might look like we gonna have to just hop on the phone and just like chat it up for like an hour or two like we with each other you know so you just have to be willing you have to just understand in your mind how important is the friendship to you you know and if it's something that's impacting you being able to speak out so that you can maintain the bond 
But I think the podcast is definitely a foundation for Ayana and I because we have like we literally see each other every week. You every know, week. <laughs> <laughs> we see each other every this week. Ma- this made me randomly think about. There was a TikTok that I saw where this woman was saying that she's single now and she's she's realizing that it's so hard for her relationship, her building relationships with males to match the building or already built foundation she has with her female friendships because her female friendships are just so enriching with like Mm -hmm. people really trying to put in the effort to make it work. People really uh, pushing toward growth together. People like doing like good bonding things together. And then there's Mm -hmm. her, her male relationships that are just like not Mm -hmm. romantic ones that just aren't meeting that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. It could be really difficult. And I think especially for women, um, when you when you get to a stage where um, you have had more experience with having positive female relationships mm-hmm. in your life versus you've had more failed male relationships. And I feel like it could go on either side, just I the agree. same way as somebody could, like a woman could connect and have more positive experiences with connecting with men than they do mm-hmm. with women, then it may be more difficult for them to maintain and pour into their female friendships. It it could be really, really hard. I'll say that's an issue. And also like some men really just don't know how to connect like that. Yeah, that is true. It is very true. They don't see the benefit in like, you know, investing in things that like help upon like truly. Yeah, for sure. So I'll ask, since somebody asked us this, I'll ask a quick follow-up question before we move to fill of the week. What things do you want us to do to be more intentional about our friendship moving forward? Well, I think I think so far what we have is good. Like, I think we're neither of us are in a place of like growing our friendship. I think what we are in a stage of is maintaining because of our schedules and stuff right now. Mm -hmm. However, I know I do know that once like you don't have this job anymore and you have Mm -hmm. more free time. I'm going to, I mean, I'm still going to give you your space because I feel like you're going to need some, a week or two or maybe a little bit longer to just like reset and to get used to like your routine again. And then you'll be ready to like come back out and like bond and like connect and stuff. And I'm, I'm okay with, uh, because honestly I'm in a stage of maintaining right now too. I know like technically I quit my full-time job, but like, it's been really hard for me to like, Mm -hmm. it's an adjustment. Yeah. Yeah, I think, honestly, I think all of us, uh, when I say all of us, I mean the girls, I think we're all kind of experiencing kind of some of the same like mental health issues. And I'm realizing it's a pattern, um, Mm -hmm. but none of us really know like what's going on or how to fix. I don't know. It's a weird thing we're kind of exploring, but all of us are like experiencing the same like hazy. Like I was just about to use the word haze. It literally feels like you're kind of in a haze. And so it's difficult when you almost can't really identify with yourself to identify with other people. Like, like I trying to, I I literally can't even tell what's going on. And that's why I, but the, and that's the crazy part. Like only the girls really understand. That's how I know it's just a us thing right now. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I think, I don't know if it's like that much transition in like a short period of time or like, I don't know what it is, but we're all like experiencing. So I really feel like we all just need to go on like a general retreat. And <laughs> I don't know, like something needs to be done because I'm tired reset. of being in this weird, like, but that's why I, th- I keep seeking these. Why am I going into this? I keep seeking these resets and like thinking I found one. And then like, I'll have like some form of enlightenment or like understanding of what's going on for a second. And then like, I go right back into it. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, it's hard for me to focus. I think, it's hard for me to like. I think what it has to do with is not having enough of consistency in that area, if you get what I mean. So it's like the reset, the one reset thing is not going to reset it completely. It's like from that reset, what do you take with but this you is to beyond then? habits. Because like even someone like Natalie, who's very type A and who does have routine, like even she's experiencing some of the like same. And that, and even Deep D, Deep D's a go-getter. Like Deep D's like a, it's not just like me. We're all like, it's, I don't know how to, ex- I really don't know how to describe it. Yeah, it's like it's a really weird, weird. like. It's like a heaviness. It's like mm-hmm. it's like light depression almost. Like it's. I know weird... what you're talking about. I feel it too. Like I've been kind of on my recluse mode, just kind of like feeling kind of autopilot, and that's why yeah. I've been trying to come out of that. And I guess when I said that, I was speaking for what I feel like I've I'm kind of connected to with what might be the reason is like lack of consistency in terms of like self-care type of things. So like if I have some type of reset experience and I get that burst for the day, it's like, what am I doing on a normal basis to like pour back in, I guess, you know, to create that same feeling. But that's you don't not feel like that's either. it for you? No, because I've been doing stuff like I'll go for a walk or I'll try to like work out once a day. And I've been reading a lot. Like that's not even what it is either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like that. for me personally, I know I think that a bit of mine has to do with and I've talked about this a lot with Marcus, like my spiritual life. Like I feel like it's been a disconnectedness to a certain point that I don't want to be disconnected. And when you're trying to have so much control over your life, it really takes a toll on you. And so I think that I've been in a position where I've been like trying to have control and I want to literally release that so that I can get back into just doing what I need to do. Like you know, for the sense of knowing that things are going to work out in my favor. And I think that's the part I've been having a hard time with. I've been living in my head about like, well, if I do this, then what's going to happen? And then this, and then what's going to happen? So it's like, I'm still trying to control the situation. And it's like the the push to just kind of set, set that stuff free and let it just be, let it just happen as it may. So have you been journaling? I have, especially because now I'm back in counseling. So um, my counselor asked me a very good question and it's taken me a few different times to journal about. uh, But she asked me what emotional needs are unmet for me right now. And so I've been I've been writing on that for a while to try to really figure out what they are and then how would I like for them to be met so that I can try to have a deeper understanding about that. But it's just very interesting. I think we are all in a transitional uh, phase of our life and transitions yeah. can be hard. And They're I think hard, that this yeah. is probably for me, I think this is my, this might be one of the biggest transitional periods I've gone through as an adult. I've been through yeah. transitional period periods as a child, but then you also have your parents to kind of just like, 
you know, take care of other burdens. But when you are transitioning into full blown adulthood and then you have visions and ideas of what you want your life to look like and then coping with the reality of where you are, I think it really sends you to a place of like of, of deep reflection and trying to understand how to get really ground, like reground yourself almost. It's weird, but it is yeah. like a haziness. It's maybe it's I don't a know. Quarter life crisis. I think so. I feel like it probably is. Yeah, yeah. It's quarter life crisis. Especially since so many of us are going through it at the same time. Right. I feel it. So yeah. Okay. All right. Fill of the week. Fill of the week. So <laughs> I've been back in my TV bag. Okay, TV bag. And so I watched um, Queen Charlotte, finally. Okay, you binged it? Finished it. No, I didn't binge it. I watched it over some time. And I finally finished it today. And it was so good. And I really loved it. And it made my soul so happy. So I'm really excited for Bridgerton now. It was good. Wait, did you cry? I didn't. I realized, I really realized I'm not the crier that I used to be. There's not like some stuff makes me feel emotional. Right. I feel emotional in the inside. I'm like, oh, that's sad. But then I don't cry. I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) honestly, I feel no tears, no tears left to cry. Like Ariana said. Um, And then I've been watching EXO Kitty on Netflix. So for all the people who were into to all the boys I've ever loved, this is a spinoff of To All the Boys I've Ever Loved, and it focuses on Laura Jean's little sister, Kitty, but it's actually a series. It's not a, um, it's not a movie. A movie. And it's good, um, girl. V had it on at the house. I tried watching it. I don't know what it is, but sometimes I go through these phases of what, I, what I'm uh, in the mood for when it comes to watching TV. I did binge watch uh, all of Bridgerton again. You did? Um, I did. You said that. I, yeah, you said that. Yeah. I uh, started watching the show called The Empress on Netflix. It's actually really good. Okay. It was really good. It was really good. Oh, wow. Good. Okay. Um, it was the, the Empress. Uh, of course, I, y'all already know. I've been reading a quarter. <laughs> I've been reading a quarter. I've been reading two. I'm on the fifth book now. Yay. How far are you in? Um, Not very far. Only like probably chapter like. 20 or 30 something not very far i mean that's that's there's, a little dent there's a lot of chapters i know here. it's like, a 700 page book but yeah that's not like chapter three like not far i mean like chapter no three. but it's also not that many pages because the chapters are fairly short they're only like okay yeah they're only like five pages each or something okay yeah i've yeah. been reading i haven't got a chance to read over the past couple of days but on Last week, I did a lot of reading. So that's when I told you that I was about halfway through and it was starting to get good. Yeah, starting to get so, good. I told you. I so told I'm excited. You. I'm very, very excited about that. Um, so yeah, we're going to okay. keep reading it. Everyone says they love the second book the most. I would say I kind of like, I mean, I love the second book. Don't get me wrong. But I love the third book too. Really? And then some people are saying the fifth book is fifth. Burke, the fifth, Burke? fifth book is the best, right? Burke. Um, so that's what my cousin see, says. Yeah. She says that the what, fifth, that the fifth book, is the best. Mm-hmm. She likes the fifth the okay. best. Yeah, so far so good. I mean, it hasn't it hasn't really gotten into anything crazy yet? But yeah. you know, just a little build up. 
I'm excited. I need to do some more reading. I feel like I this week at work has been a little crazy, so I haven't really had a chance to read because it's senior week. So all mm. the seniors are um, are basically having a free-for-all all week, and they're just down in the gym. They're having like kind of like a spirit week type of thing, so they have dress-up days. Today they had country versus um, – Country versus, what's the word? Country, um, I can't think of the word. Every time I try to say it, I, oh, country club. Country versus country club. So either you dress up in flannels, like uh, cowboy hats and stuff, or super preppy. So it was kind of cute. Um, but yeah, I'm just down there with them every day because it's my senior week too, because I just graduated. So I'm doing what I want. So I'm down there with them and they just blasting music and doing graduation practice. So I haven't really had the um the silence to read because I was doing a lot of reading at work the week before. I um I actually need to change up my reading schedule because I what I do is the first thing that I do when I wake up, I try not to look at my phone. I just grab my book and I start reading. The issue is, is that now I've been overindulging in reading and then I'll be mm-hmm. like, eh, let me just go another hour. The next, you know, three hours later and I'm still reading. Yeah. And I get really late starts to my day. So I need to change up my reading schedule, maybe read at night and um, mm-hmm. switch around. Or you could just, or you could still make, well, you said that you need a switch so that you can do what you need to do. I was thinking if you switched up how you did your morning routine and then you did take out some time to read and then got started, but I could see it being hard. So maybe you do just need to get done what you need to do and then be like, okay, reading is the reward. Is the reward, is the reward. Yeah, I saw someone say something about that morning should be for outputting and and evening should be for inputting. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I'm going to try to implement that when I don't work anymore and I'm at home. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I think those are really my, oh, and Marcus and I just watched Missing on Netflix before we recorded this. Missing. Is it a docuseries or is it like No, it is a, it's a fiction, like a drama type of movie with Storm Reed and Nia Long as the main characters. And basically it's about a daughter who is trying to find her missing mom. That is all oh. that I will say. Her, oh, okay. <laughs> Look, yes. That's all that I would say. Very it has okay. a very good plot twist. And sometimes plot twists are a little difficult for me because I'm so, I analyze things a lot. And I normally am like, eh, this is what's going to happen. But I actually did not see this coming until the storyline was moving along. Then I was like putting the pieces together. I said, <gasps> and so, yeah, it was good. <laughs> It was good. We love the ones that catch you off guard. Yeah. Those are the best. So, yeah, okay. I think that's it. Anything else? Okay, honey. No, I think that's it. That's okay. it. That's well, it. Thank you guys for tuning in to another week at Fill in the Blank Podcast. Um, make sure that you submit your listener submissions. We haven't talked about it in a minute, but make sure that you go onto our page. And if you click the link in our bio, the listener submissions will be linked in our link tree. You can find us on TikTok at fill in the blank pod. You'll find us on YouTube at fill in the blank podcast. So you can watch the lovely visuals we didn't mention, but we are virtual this week, but we still have YouTube episodes up when we are virtual. And then you can find us on Instagram at fill in the blank underscore. You can follow me at as told by dot Kayla and Ayana at 
at Ayana.amore. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.